So, um, the Holy Spirit, he's such a humble guy. We don't actually talk about him that much. And I'll just see if the click is going to work first. Yep. So, um, yeah, growing up, I didn't really hear much about the Holy Spirit. It was more just, um, not just, but God and Jesus were the focus. Uh, although we know that God is three in one and they all play an equal role and share God together. So as we um, hear today, we're going to see that um, the Holy Spirit plays a massive important role in our life um, and he is actually the one that points us uh, directly to Jesus and helps us to become more like Jesus every single day. So before we get into it, let's pray. God, thanks for today. Thanks for the opportunity that we have to come and um, share church together. And we just ask that as the words are spoken today, that they would sink deep in our hearts and that you would help uh, to change us through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So, um, the story of the uh, Bible, we have God, the Father who created us. And then people chose not to love God. So we needed a rescuer, and that was Jesus, God's son. Um, and he did that by dying on the cross. So then Jesus went back to heaven. Uh, but what happened next? Is that it for us? Are we left alone on earth? Well, he sent a helper called the Holy Spirit. And so we have a job. With the Holy Spirit, God calls us to um, go out and tell the whole world about what Jesus has done for us um, and how he died on the cross. And now God loves us. And as we do this, we're asked to love others as well. Um, so now we can do these things with our helper or God's helper, the Holy Spirit. So you see, if more people have the Holy Spirit, um, then more people will come to know God. And it's not left up to Jesus to travel around on his own. So, how do we get the Holy Spirit? It says in the Bible that the Holy Spirit is given to us when we recognize our sin and accept that Jesus died on the cross for that sin and then we can put our trust in him and follow him. And Acts 2.38 says, And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, and every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And Ephesians 1 verse 13 says, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. So if God the Holy Spirit is given to us, then where is he? Where do we find him? Woolworths. Woolworths has a lot of food and some other things. It doesn't have everything, so I don't think the Holy Spirit would be there. What about under a log? Kids, you find lots of cool stuff under logs, don't you? Bugs and grubs. 
Not the Holy Spirit, Kylan. Okay. What about this one? Because we, th- we think the Holy Spirit's pretty mystical sometimes. And a mystical place is at the end of a rainbow. Do we find the Holy Spirit at the end of a rainbow? Mm, okay. I know. I think Matt Harper would find the Holy Spirit in his back shed. Surely. <laughs> hey, you can find anything in the back shed. <laughs> you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I do. I've left the best till last because this place, you can find everything. And I mean everything. Aldi. Yeah. You, I'm sure we'll be able to buy cars from there one day. Everything will be there. But not the Holy Spirit because the Bible tells us in Acts 2, it says that when the first Jesus followers received the Holy Spirit, they were filled with him. So he's actually inside us. When we believe in Jesus and come to know Jesus, accept our sin, he's there. He's inside us. God has revealed to us his love through his Holy Spirit who is now in us. We can't do anything about it. It's amazing to have this spirit inside. It's God's spirit. So if he's inside us, what does that mean? How does he actually help us? Well, the first point, there's about five points where he can help us every single day. He helps us pray. And Romans 8, 26 and 27 Say, likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit helps, oh, the Spirit inter- Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words, even at our most broken. And we don't know what to say to God. The Spirit helps us pray. He teaches us and reminds us. And in John 14 26, it says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Now, we have the Bible, and those are Jesus' words. And so when we read the Bible, the Holy Spirit, when we're out and about in the world, will remind us of those words. He reminds us of right and wrong, what to say when we're telling people about God and encourages us. Number three, he helps us to understand the Bible and guides us into truth. Now, without the Holy Spirit, the Bible is probably mumbo-jumbo. There's so much stuff in there that is not understood by someone that does not have the Holy Spirit. But with him, we, are, we can understand it and God can reveal his truth to us. And Ephesians 1, 17 and 18 says, Keep asking that God that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him. And John 16, 13 says, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into the truth, all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. How humble is that? 
that he's following these instructions on what Jesus wants us to hear. So when we read the Bible, it goes into our head and then the Holy Spirit helps us to believe it in our heart. But it doesn't stop there. It's no good just believing it because we're called to go out and love others and so we can live it with our hands as well. And that brings us to, it empowers us. And Superman's a pretty powerful guy. I actually think Superman's the most powerful in all the superheroes, even more than any technology that can bring. He's just so powerful. But I don't think it's that kind of power. It says in Acts 1 to 8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So that my witness part is where we can get power from. It's a hard job to be a witness, and I'll talk a bit more about that in a few minutes. It's a hard job to be a witness all the time, but with the Holy Spirit and his power, we can overcome our failings and our little minds and the lack of confidence that we have, we can gain power from his spirit. This is my favourite one. It produces fruit and the fruits of the spirit are love, patience, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control and faithfulness. How amazing would that be to have all of those things all the time at the very best that you could have them. Well, the Holy Spirit can allow us to do that. And we're going to just watch a short clip at the moment. It's the um, kid-friendly version because there's kids in the audience. So, But we can always learn something um, new from people who are speaking about different things. It's time for Paul's next big idea, the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of what? Oh, I love fruit. I'm especially partial to bananas. No, that's not the kind of fruit we're talking about. Apples? Wrong kind of fruit. Grapefruit? That's got fruit right in the name. Phil, help. Uh, let me see what I can do. Um, this is an orange. It is the fruit of an orange tree. It is what comes out of an orange tree. Like an apple is what comes out of an apple tree. I think we're following you. Though I'm still partial to bananas. Uh, I don't have a banana. We can wait while you go get one. I think we need to get on with the show. Paul starts out talking about the fruit that comes from our sinful nature before we follow Jesus. Paul says the fruit of our sinful nature is anger and pride and selfishness. All the things that make the world an ugly place sometimes, that make it so hard for us to get along with each other. So all the bad stuff we see, that is the fruit of our sinfulness. Okay, I get it. So what's this other fruit? Paul then talks about the fruit of the Spirit of God. When we follow Jesus and believe in the power of what he did on the cross, we are filled with the Holy Spirit. And Paul says, with the Spirit of God inside you, the fruit that comes out is very different. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. 
from Paul's letter to the Galatians. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. This is the best fruit that could possibly come out of you. So, the most important thing about the Holy Spirit is it makes us more like Jesus. But these are hard things to witness all the time. So we can be glad that he, the Holy Spirit, helps us to pray and teaches and reminds us and helps us to understand the Bible and guides us into truth and empowers us. And lastly, to produce the fruits of the Spirit. I know that I can't produce the fruits of the Spirit all the time. And I know that everyone here can't produce the spirits, fruits of the Spirit all the time because we're not perfect. We're, we're created in an imperfect world. So how amazing is it that God loves us so much that he not only sent his son to die for, for us, to bring us back into relationship with him, but he sends us a helper that lives inside us every single day, every minute of the day. I'll let Dad teach you about it, Sonny. Let's pray. God, thank you that we have the Holy Spirit. Allow our eyes and ears and hearts to be open to his importance in our lives so that we can become more like Jesus. Amen.